0: Hello, welcome to Blogs on Tape. Today's post is Doctrine of Proceduralism, written by Brendan S., and originally published on his blog Necropraxis at necropraxis.com. Doctrine of Proceduralism. Proceduralism is the degree to which a game relies upon explicit procedures. It is one of many different descriptors that can be used to understand and classify games. Other examples of descriptors include mechanical complexity, optionality, loci of narrative control, and so forth. My intent when I build game systems and content is to encode procedures efficiently into the process of play rather than adding rules overhead necessary for the desired relationships. That is, I want the procedures to feel like Part of the game the players sit down and play, not some cost that must be paid. This has been my intent, especially with the hazard system. In my view, many game designs underweight the immediate cost of performing game procedures during play. For example, in early versions of TSR DD, encumbrance is handled by measuring weight carried in coins and summed over all gear carried. Though the coin-counting encumbrance procedure would probably have the intended effect if it were used, it is often ignored because it takes effort that does not seem to be play. Though individuals differ regarding their tolerance for such hassle, there seem to be few inherent benefits to adding purely transactional costs to the process of play. Further, procedures are maximally effective when all players in a group comply meaning that procedure effectiveness is often subject to the player with the least tolerance. In a traditional tabletop RPG, a conscientious referee can often take on an additional burden to mitigate the cost of procedures on other players, but this has its own drawbacks. This is probably a domain-specific manifestation of general decision-making myopia. For example, people tend to underestimate the amount of time a future task will take even given domain-specific experience. This is the planning fallacy. In games, this tendency often comes, I think, from a designer focusing more on the desired outcome of a procedure and less on the effort or hassle involved in the practice of using the procedure. To formalize different kinds of proceduralism, consider that a procedure may either feel like play or feel like work. Call the first kind of procedure intrinsic and the second extrinsic, mirroring theories of motivation. Intrinsic procedures are not always simpler. Instead, they focus attention and effort on the game processes that are most rewarding to the players. For example, more procedural combat rules may be more engaging due to the immediate stakes. That is, they feel like play rather than work or hassle. Procedural fluency, then, could be thought of as the overall balance between intrinsic and extrinsic procedures. The definition above incorporates player taste. While my general sense is that heavier logistical procedures are almost universally experienced as aversive, there do seem to be some exceptions worth noting. For example, Competitive players, or those who value game mastery, may appreciate highly extrinsic procedures as long as they can be used respectively to gain a relative advantage over other players or overcome game challenges effectively. Though there may be some fit effects between procedure and player personality, even entirely ignoring this nuance, there seem to be many opportunities to make game procedures more generally fluent given that few tabletop RPGs pay attention to the concrete experience of procedures in play. Though playtesting could evaluate a game on any number of different dimensions, such as interplayer power balance, compliance with some aesthetic standard, or pedagogic efficiency, I believe that procedural fluency is a particularly good candidate for evaluation. Some questions that might help identify procedural disfluency include are the players following the rules? What are the players hand waving? Are the players creating shortcuts do the shortcuts accomplish the same goal is the reward payoff disconnected from the procedure's deployment do the players not understand the intended impact of the procedure do the procedures feel like a drag outside the game itself is the procedure designed to solve an extra game problem such as argumentativeness does the procedure require prosthetics such as spreadsheet software? Finally, to distinguish this doctrine from the old system matters position, it is worth emphasizing that proceduralism is only one dimension of many that defines a game, and that the experience of a particular game arises from far more than just following procedural rules. That was Doctrines of Proceduralism, Read by Nick L.S. Whalem. Blogs on Tape is a project that works with authors to make audio recordings of the best works in the OSR, hopefully making them more accessible to everyone. Thank you for listening.